2020 Tantra Crown Tantra info in the description. So Alex Jones just hit me up. He said he wanted to do a, a show with just me and him. So that should be cool. That should be coming by next Wednesday. Probably like, uh, what is that, like October 28th? But I'll, I'll upload it. You guys will see it. Anyway, like Martin Kenny was saying, I'm sure you guys seen the real virus video. If you haven't, you might want to refer back to that after this or something. But it's a sine wave, you know. It's a sloppy sine wave, but at the same time, you know, true perfection seems imperfect and shit. So, anyway, it's a sine wave, you know what I mean? Your, you got your, like your uh, DNA helix or whatever, however you want to look at it. But this is multidimensional. These lines never touch because there's only oneness, so there's no touching in the universe. Touching itself is kind of an illusion because everything is one. So these lines are just reflections or mirrors of one another. They're not touching. And if you look at it in a more multidimensional view, you see things differently. So I'm going to go in and do my best here or be my best here. Okay, yeah, so here's the more multidimensional view, but let me, let me go back into this next slide or whatever. I want to look at this. So, you know, like when Atari Jing says, uh, stay close to the center of the circle and everything like that. So you got your sine wave, you know, going, you know, your hologram that you're living in or whatever. And then the consciousness is never touching anything because it's never against anything. God is, has no enemies. It's, it's oneness or the consciousness has no enemies. It's, it's oneness. It's infinite. It has no up or down here or there, left or right, this or that. There's no againstness with that identity, with that presence. So it's piercing the void of the sine wave. This is, you could say, you are here. You know what I mean? Like in a mall map, you are here. This is your awareness through the sine wave. So, right, um, I might wager to say that the North Pole maybe looks like this. I don't know. Never been there. Uh, when I when I get there, maybe I'll take a selfie. But look, um, this is a multidimensional sine wave. So you can say, yeah, the center of the circle, whatever. And then you got a sine wave coming like this, sine wave coming like this, that way, that way. It's a multidimensional kaleidoscopic thing. It, you know, whether you look at DNA helixes or whatever, it's twisting and, and, and spinning. It's because it, life has to change. It can't stay the same. It has to be, again, true perfection seems imperfect, you know. So let me get more into detail about this. This is the pattern of life here pretty much, essentially, right? You can, I don't know if you guys can see that this is slightly darker, these areas right here. So the backdrop, you could say the whole thing is infinity to backdrop, and the hologram would be the sine wave, the experiences. This would be like more so like your experience of uh, consciousness or consciousness itself, if you can uh, quantify it. So that'd be like your backdrop that's the house for light. Darkness is the house for light, you know. Only way light can be perceived is darkness. So the greater the darkness, the greater the light shines bright. So anyway, the lining of the reality is darkness or dark matter, melanin. We're inhaling the dark matter. We're exhaling light or carbon. Again, the body's carbon-based. Carbon is six electrons, six protons, six neutrons. That's a 666. That's the mark of the beast. That's the illusion. That's the, the devil, the body. To identify with it is to identify with limitation and the devil. So um, anyway, let me, let me get into it. So yeah, again, you never touch the screen. The hologram is, a, you know, it's a shadow. It's an illusion. It can't be grasped. There is no separation in reality. The darkness or the grapevine that connects everything, you know, is is everything so there is no touching because there's only oneness and um the darkness again of course is unchanged infinity is complete there's never been two perfects all perfection or expressions of perfection is an extension of the one perfection so you know this is you could call this the, the womb or prostate that life is in 
however you look at it, you know, whatever side, you know, it, it's up to you. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you what to do. So the breath is making the DMT. The DMT makes dreams. 3D is a slow dream or an extension of the dream. It's the, it's the tip of the iceberg of dreaming, pretty much. So um, when you identify with the body, you stay trapped in, in uh, limitation, in the illusion. You're in the light. You're in the blinding light. So the more acquainted you are with the unchanged, unopinionated part of you, the immortal part of you, the more you can re you can retain from out-of-body experiences. And then you can, you can store those experiences in the body. This is inner vision clarity. This is remote viewing with people call astral projection or whatever like that. Like, Since the body is everything that ever existed ever, the Akashic records are always at your disposal within you. So if you have more clarity on the inside, more darkness, so to where you can observe light better. The, lights on, the light on the inside is more observable in the natural darkness. Again, if you're eating foods and things like that that you know you shouldn't be eating, then you're gonna you're taking in that external 3D light, and then it's blocking your dreams. It's like light pollution. It's like you can't see the stars at night when you have a bunch of street lights. It's the same thing. You got a bunch of food. It's light. It's vibration. It's vibrance. Resonance. Light. It's creating a blockage to where you you're not your dreams are not going to be as vivid because it's interfering. It's light pollution. So um, let me go on here. Um, let's look at it like this then. So say you're the consciousness going through, being untouched and everything like that. These points right here are your birth or conception points. Again, the sine wave is, you know, life is breath, you know. So as the breath twists or spirals, that is, that's, that creates the sine wave. Again, each age is a breath pattern, a paternal expression. Because pattern, paternal, padre, you get me. You get it. So ultimately, everything is coming from this ultimate uh, spirit or uh, breath pattern. That's creating the physical patterns. And so, basically, in these in these spaces, this is where you would be in dreams or in death or uh, parallel, between the parallels, between bodies. You could say this is a parallel life over here. These are parallel lives. This is your main uh, base reality. And then so you have your birth and conception point. You you separate, you're splitting into two, male and female, you're splitting into two. Then you remerge into one conception and then the split happens again you have a total separation this is the point of greatest distance from yourself or external direct opposite reflection of yourself you know whether you're a male or female it's the opposite reflection once you reach this point in your lifetime in the sine wave because your life is a file life and file is the same so you um same letters so you um you reach this point in the file in the script scripture however you want to look at it you reach this point, and this is the trauma or catharsis point. This is the start of reconciliation. Either you reach this point painfully or complementarily. Complementary. Complementarily. All right. So this is the point of return. Again, the divine exercises by returning to itself. The process of return is is this exercise. That's how the, the greater the, the, the perception of separation upon returning, there's a greater sense of reconciliation, a greater catharsis for anybody that might have seen uh, Inception. So uh, anybody that's familiar with Bobby Hemmett's work and uh, anybody that's done mushrooms or uh, closed their eyes and seen other parts of the light spectrum, it, it, it's similar to this. You have your white and your dark or whatever, and it's, it's not exact in a human opinion way. It's fluid. So I could have made this cookie cutter sine waves, but life is perfectly imperfect. So this is more organic. And um, so let me go into it. Huh. 
I'll just let y'all focus on that right there. So life itself is animated ego death. I'll take you over here. Why not? Life is animated ego death. The body is dense ego. When life or God interfaces with itself through various degrees of ego, it has a different perception of separation. The tree of life itself shows these degrees of ego or different degrees of separation because you have the oneness and you reduce it a little bit more and it's a little less infinite, a little less infinite, a little less infinite and until you get to totally separate, totally finite. Infinite, the halo above the tree of life, the nebecher, or the, the finite. So that'd be geb, depending on whatever tree. I don't know, whatever. People have different trees. You know what I mean? It's whatever. Then you have your klipoth, which is the reverse tree or the roots or however you want to look at it. But I'm going to go into this some more. So the process of aligning with the creator is the process of destroying the ego, the illusion, the devil. So through creation, the creator realizes itself. Thus, the process of creation is simply acceptance of the true identity or God. Selflessness, no identity. So pride is lusting an idea or image of oneself, trying to, you know, your reflection. You have this idea inside your head, a concept that you're living in instead of living in the moment people live in concepts they live in ideas of themselves and when things don't align with the idea they suffer because life isn't aligned or the breath god whatever consciousness isn't aligned with human opinion it's aligned with the breath with the spirit with reality and what comes with that so trying to hold on to the illusion 2020 tantra crown tantra info in the description so pride is lusting an idea or image of yourself, your concept of who you are, your idea. And trying to hold on to illusion is pride, you know, trying to hold on to the ego. Again, the body is dense ego, essentially. So trying is dying. Trying is wasteful. It produces parasites. They convert or they process your energy for you. They're not separate from you. They're just um, reverse versions of you or inverted versions of you. Uh, cancerous cells. It's still you. It's just cancerous. So... Alignment with the Creator is utilizing every available breath to the fullest. There is no waste, lack, or profit, etc. So alignment is effortless, yet is the most challenging challenge. Creation is alignment. Sorry for the doodling. I, I wrote this pretty fast. So, first person death is ego death. Third person death is actual death. When others die or transition, it is actually you dying from their first person perspective. Again, we are just projections in, from each other's base realities into... You're when you project into other people's realities, whether it be dreams, a lot of the time you're coming to their dream. People say, You came into my dream. I'm like, mm, You probably came to mine, you know, de depending on the way people shine and attract. So, but regardless, you're, you're experiencing yourself through these other projections, and they're experiencing themselves through you as a projection from their base reality. So, anyway, when you're holding on to the sorrow. That's stemming from holding on to the comforts that come with the others or the person that passed on. Their presence being in a form that makes your idea of yourself feel supported. So if your mom dies and you're used to a certain type of support from her, it's not that the support is gone. It's just not in the form that you're comfortable with or your avatar is not yet comfortable with. So that's, again, that's you holding on to your own ego because you want to be the person you thought you were before she died. And that's what creates the whole uh suffering really so the ultimate first person death is release of limitation so your total potential is met when potential when your potential is met you meet your maker when you meet your maker you meet your potential this is alignment it's seamless returning to your angelic potential walking or living in the light of the 
Lord forever, or the Father, the Lord of Lords, the Nebuchadnezzar. So again, ejaculation or ejection, it creates an expansion of, of experience or of the universe. All events stem from ejaculation. Your dad, my dad, the ultimate padre, it's all coming from, we're all reflect the micro and the macro. It's the big bang. Every event ever that you've ever had is stemming from your father ejaculating and from his father ejaculating. And then it just continues to go back to the ultimate padre, the ultimate pattern, the ultimate pattern maker, however you want to look at it. So the Big Bang is a coronal mass ejection. Again, your corona on the tree of life will be your halo. So when you have a coronal mass ejection, that's a birth of a new sun or a new image of God. A new physical manifestation of God. This is the micro and macro process of the universal expansion and creation. So you got the North Pole coronal mass ejection, and then you got Harp up there in Alaska. They're scrambling the, the light, the radiation that's coming off the North Pole, the nourishing radiation. Radiation just means radiant. It's vibration. Not all radiation is. Uh, it's not all. It's not all. Um, you get me. It's not all offensive radiation some radiation is nourishing whether it be the sun it's all about the way you do things dosage and depending on your where your body situation is so harp is scrambling the messages in the light so people are getting parts of the knowledge itself you know because they can't stop anything but they can change the flow of things try to uh adulterate the pattern that's all they can do so that's what harp is really doing it's, it's basically sending those messages through a shredder and then we as alchemists put it together we write books and all these types of things whatever we do we make music we write the lyrics that's just putting the shred all the shreds into a, a cohesive expression so again December 21st we got the great conjunction and the coronal mass ejection and that's why you have your coronavirus situation and uh, that's why you have the mass and the, it's just all prepping that was just a pump fake for this real situation so you're gonna have your elections tied up in America and all that's gonna be a bunch of people getting exhausted over the illusion not paying attention to their breath and we're gonna reach this point and you're gonna have a, a big bang you have a corona mass ejection the whole world's gonna blame the other side China's gonna say it was America America's gonna say it's China Russia's gonna say it was Korea North Korea or whoever they're all gonna be it's gonna be a bunch of pointing fingers because Nobody's going to say it was God. Ultimately, everything is that. But nobody's going to say that. You know what I mean? And just because they're dealing with other people's perceptions. So they have to communicate from a place of your perception. Ultimately. So that's where we're at. That's what's going to happen. They're going to call it a, they're going to call it a bio release. December 21st, there was a bio attack. COVID-20. Again, COVID-19 was what? The end of 2019. So you're dealing with COVID-20 this year. This was That was all the trial run. You know, and um, yeah, we call Bill Gates a bad guy. All these people, we can call these people bad guys. And I understand it. I understand the concerns and everything like that. But at the same time, you know, you got to realize people's state of consciousness and how presence, presence and suffering usually don't go hand in hand. The presence will purge the suffering to the surface to purge, to get it out so that the presence can remain. But these people that are that haven't been detoxing, that have had their head in the sand, that are not in touch with their own breath, those people will be suffering immensely when that radiation is being inhaled. So at some level, relative to their perception of reality, Bill Gates or the people, Moderna, those people that are creating those vaccines, that'll be their savior just because the pain will stop. Because people are so concerned with symptoms. They're never good. They're, called, they're not into causality. So 
you'll have people saying Bill Gates, you know, or whoever, you know, Trump or whoever gives them the vaccine. If you know, once this all rolls out, they'll be. It's like Aldous Huxley said, like we want people to celebrate their slavery, you know, and it'll always be somebody that will because there's the different degrees of consciousness, it's a light spectrum, and we can't really be concerned with it because ultimately, if they have no presence, are they really there anyway? Were they ever really there? Are they holograms or ops or whatever you want to call it? So. You can't really look back. It's like Sodom and Gomorrah. You got to keep going and you got to know that you are the universe and that you can repopulate and do whatever you have to do. And there's no real death. Again, your first person death, you're going to walk. You're going to have total potential. You do whatever you want to do. To the rest of the world, they're going to say this person died. But to you from first person, you, you don't experience death. It's not something that you can experience first person death. You only experience third person death. Trauma can make you forget. You can have... Uh, a bunch of amnesia between births and all that vaccines and circumcision causing causing amnesia but you never die you never experience death you can experience concepts of death or from the third person view but first person death from you it's seamless you you know going to heaven physically and all that stuff that's that's what your consciousness is now tuning to it's happening in the ways that you can communicate to yourself, whether it be physically, literally walking to the North Pole or whatever it is, flying, whatever it is, your consciousness is going to experience that because you as consciousness can't die. Consciousness doesn't begin or end, so there's no death. So it's that simple, even though it sounds like it's not. I'm just being my best to communicate this in, in broken language. So um, listen to the silence. It's better than listening to me. 2020 Tantra, Crown Tantra, info in the description.